What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody, everybody, everybody? Hey, man, um, we're going to give it a couple minutes here because uh, Gig Geezer will be joining us. Um, looking forward to that. Uh, this will run up until um, this will run up until uh, Money Hungry, which starts in one hour. Um, so please, uh, we'll put a link in it near the end to Money Hungry. Um, but I think that's going to work a lot better. Um, I've moved it from 2 p.m. My well, my time 2 p.m. So four. Wait, what was it? 1 p.m. It was 1 p.m. my time. So it was 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific was last mile. Now it's going to be 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific here forward, and it will buckle right up to Money Hungry with Kim and Zach. And uh, I just see that uh, Gig Geezer just joined, so I'll bring him on too. How's it going? uh it's all right i'm beating the dust off my body and what's a telephone <laughs> bill what's a telephone okay. bill <laughs> um yeah so by the way at the end of this show um uh i think we mentioned this on thursday gig geezer and i share an affinity for a music uh thing and i put a piece i, I was thinking what is a three minute piece i could show you guys because a lot of you aren't really exposed to the true core of what it is <laughs> So I, I chopped up this little piece and I was like, well, who's going to sing it? Because in this in this thing that we we love that um, there's a lot of people who sing. And so I chose a singer, Glenn Goins. You probably know who I'm talking about. He passed away. He was part of this. Yeah. And uh, he's yeah. in there. Sly Stone's in there. Bootsy's okay. in there. OK. George Clinton's in there. And I made three minutes. Okay. I, I put these little sub uh, little things on the bottom so you guys know. It's just a little I, I cut it up a little bit so that you don't lose the effect. But I wanted people to see because I think that I love turning people on to that because I think that a lot of people have no clue. And you're missing no, out on don't. some of the best musicians ever to be on the planet. Right. So right. that's that's what they said about Eddie Hazel. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, another yeah. one that did that was part of all this. You know, it's I mean, it, it's it's a never ending door. Anything George Clinton was ever involved in. It's a never ending door. He has worked with the best of the best. Yeah. I mean, Call him what call him what you will, but the musicians that played with him, right? Just mind blowing. But anyway, yeah. um, moving into some uh, last mile stuff. How you been? Uh, I've been i've I've been busy, man. I've been trying to keep it keep it going, keep the momentum going. Yeah, um, yeah, me too. And lately, I don't, you know, I, I, I've had people asking me this, and I got to say, I have a lot of people who um, who um ask me about the last mile stuff why are you so stoked on driving so far i love driving out of the city i love 
I love long trips. I love uh, making a lot more money. And even though you guys look at the miles, Geezer and I have said this before that look, guys, mileage that's 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 awesome. That's where your money is. That's, that's yeah, if you're just sticking is. in one area and thinking, well, at least I'm not putting miles on the car. Yeah, but you're risking more accidents. Wear and tear on your car around the city is way worse. Um, mm-hmm. So to me, I love getting out on the road and doing long miles and, and last mile courier stuff. In fact, I prefer it over all of the options right now. You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I'm not a big fan, at least me personally. I know a lot of you guys like to stay local. Maybe your cars even aren't roadworthy to go that far, but um but at the same time, like I, I'd rather run my vehicle into the ground and make the money I make on the last mile stuff. Even right now, when everybody's kind of struggling, as we know, um, and we're all kind of waiting for that October kick in. And you know, at the same time, you know, I, I warn people that you know, eventually that even that October kick in can only be so much. There's it. There's going to be goods and bads, but the it's it's got to have some balance here, and, and we're going to see some bad. So just past trends of well, October's always great. Well, good. I hope it, and I hope the best for everybody. But if it's not exactly what it was, don't be too surprised, because um, these apps keep moving in a in a weird direction, and you know we're and are facing lots of legislation now. So they don't want to make the changes. They don't want to, um, you know, they don't they don't they want to see what all falls down first before they're like, okay, let's pay everybody better and treat them better, because they now they're worried that well we're going to get damned with these laws and things. And, uh, you know, to that, I say again, why I do last mile, you know? So I don't know if, uh, you know, like we were talking last week, Geezer, about like being honest mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, only showing, you know, really what's honest. Don't, don't, you know, you brought up a really good point on the round table of let's not glorify things. And if you do make sure that you're really clear about what you did to do it. Like, and if you're, we talked about DoorDash, if you're working, you know, if you say I made two thousand dollars in 35 hours but we see that on the app you were on at 80 hours you worked 80 hours and so you know just i'm gonna i'm gonna give my slack on that um maybe not 80 hours but let's let's go half let's go in between i'll give them that much in between because sometimes you just have the phone on in your house Mm -hmm. and that still counts so if you say 35 80 um the middle ground probably be about 55 60 hours i'll give a person that much Okay. Yeah, but at the same, but you still have to work off that though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have mm-hmm. to work off something. You can't just work off just that, that thirty-five because that thirty-five. Yeah, I mean work. that's, you know, I mean that's if you if you were on the app for forty hours and thirty-eight you worked, I'd say go ahead and just call it the thirty-eight because obviously you know something and <laughs> a couple hours just got thrown by the wayside. But right, um, you know, I don't know. I, I I don't know if anybody in the chat, uh, you know, what's up, traveler? What? Hi, Holly. Uh, what's up 55 speed uh scrabble um what's up steve dad door dad dash and uh obviously yeah traveler again um but uh so i have a couple offers here i wanted to see what uh so these are the la ones i wanted to see what geezer thinks of these these were sent to me by sergio who we recently got on curry um Mm -hmm. and I, i you know i always like i like you guys to see these too so you know like this is you know sergio's point about these were he kept saying none of them are close to me though that happens that's why it says pick up eta 21 minutes 10.3 miles Ooh, you know i used to live in california decades ago and you're talking about from near the hood where i lived all the way out to burbank i would pass on that one 
Some time of, that, of day, maybe. Uh, might matter or no. It doesn't matter. It's it's Los Angeles and the traffic and all. Yeah. Unless you're going to take the railway, then uh, <laughs> um, that that could be an hour's ride, an hour's drive easily from from where. Yeah. From, from that Sergio's point, point was point if he was dropping off near point one because he does rideshare, mm-hmm. it would be a great idea. Right. Because then it take kind of he's um what is it called Inland Empire is that right? I guess yeah. I, I've not lived there in almost forty years, so yeah. Um, so like I mean, like he's not from any of the parts you're seeing here, Sergio. But like if he dropped a passenger off at number one, yeah, why wouldn't you pick this up? Um, oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, if he yeah if a ride share to that one, then you just you're just you're just uh, stacking yeah. one on top. That make you can justify maybe dealing with the traffic going back down to the hood. I know we're talking about one of the worst cities of traffic in the world here. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, yet another one here. What was this one? The one from the air? No, no, it's the next one. Burbank to Be- West Hollywood, Bur- Beverly Hills. Now that's a closer drive, right? Okay, um, that one you can you can justify that one. You can but again, that. he's twenty five minutes, fourteen miles away from it. Mm-hmm. So he's got to okay. Have so he's got he's got to drive that. Okay, I'm looking at just from from pickup to to drop yeah, off. Yeah, no. Okay, um, then you got to from wherever you are, you got to consider: is it worth your while to go up that way? Now, mm-hmm. and that's just in that market. If it was in South Carolina, I'm 14 miles away. I mean, it's highly conceivable, depending on where it is. That's 15 minutes away for me. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, I, I don't know, you know, I've been to L- my ex-wife is from L.A. I've spent a lot of time there, but not driving. I've only spent mm-hmm. it as a passenger, but I know how bad it is. Yeah. Um, it's just a nightmare. You guys like trying to do anything is ridiculous. And you kind of time your as far as I could tell, always the L.A. people kind of time their life around traffic. <laughs> yeah, like, that's why they're that's why they're <laughs> that's why you see folk drive like bad out of hell at 5 a.m. They're trying to get to work. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't even know. I don't even know how the delivery people and rideshare people do it because that would just drive me nuts. Just mm-hmm. sitting in gridlock all day. But even my Houston is getting that way. I mean, as I've shared with folk, one side of the freeway could be eight lanes. One side. Yeah. Two. And and I, I tell folk here in South Carolina, you know, that's this entire freeway three lanes on each side in south carolina this is one side of this is one side of uh maybe i-10 in houston yeah so anyway it's all it's all relevant he had uh this one was this is a great one he was pointing out like dude if i was even sitting at the lax lot waiting for a passenger i would leave and go get this and then come back because <laughs> as you he can would? see actually literally the, the pickup looks like it's at like where the the last part of the airport is yeah um yeah, I mean, you're, going eight, you're going eight miles yeah but you're going to be dealing with traffic going up yeah i i know that i remember this area quite even well. that little bit yeah you deal with some traffic there man because you're dealing with the airport traffic I so think what, i mean La if you were I think if you that's were a rideshare Sienega. driver sitting at lax in the rideshare lot thinking that you might get a 25 dollar ride going 50 minutes whatever would you do this I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, would you leave the rideshare lot and go screw that? I'll just do I'll do this instead and then come back. Yeah, I probably would. I'll just do that one and then take my chances doing something else if that if the traffic allows. Only yeah. because you don't you're not guaranteed that you're going to have a $25 ride at the airport. 
Right. You're not yeah. guaranteed that. No. I mean, you know, I mean, that's kind of like, I mean, the, the fan, I'm not going to say it's a fantasy story, though, but the story that you'd like to really share with people is that you do get that $70, $80 airport ride that takes you wherever it's going to go. Sure. It kind of sets you in motion and all, but you're not guaranteed. You may get a ride that takes you in this particular scenario. Um, shit. I mean, I mean, like Inglewood's right to, there. To, there's a couple convention centers and hotels. People might just be going there. You might make nothing. Right. Right. That's yeah. It, and they've put, you know, they've built a lot of hotels since I last lived there. So it could be like a hotel that's just on the other side of the airport. Yeah. I mean, now, now you've, you've waited all that time for $8 maybe. Right. No, I'd, I'd probably take the 39. I take my chance on the 39. Yeah. Yeah. And so one of the things that um, I used to love about Curry, um, I still absolutely love this. And you guys know, I love Curry, the platform inside and out. Lots of changes have happened. Every time gas raises a little bit, a lot more offers come down the line to the smaller vehicles, SUVs, cars, things of that nature. And you guys can probably put two and two together and figure out why bigger vehicles don't want to go out. But one of the things that I really hate, and I've been talking to the team about it constantly, there are two team members. One of them's Jesse. I've introduced a lot of the community here to Jesse. Um, Jesse has come over from JB Hunt. He was their uh, logistics, uh, chief logistics operations manager for JB Hunt Trucking nationwide. And he is now with Curry and he's pushing for the stacking back because like, here's the thing that came into my market today. Now, a lot of you guys don't know Denver, but look at the zip codes on both. Okay, you got that. That same zip code, same zip. Okay, that's all there. That's but all I can't there. take both. Ooh, so you have to decide which. I don't one like you want. that. See how it says pickup ETA sixty one minutes to you guys. That means I wouldn't have taken that one anyways. That's an hour away from me. However, mm-hmm. a lot of times I do see these right by me, but I used to be able to grab both of these because I can tell, and you can look at the maps too that we're going to see here in a second. They're the same place for the pickup location, and I've even uh, gone to like. Um, a lot of the uh, Sherman Williams that I do down out of Parker and stuff, they, um, the managers down there are like, why aren't you taking multiple loads anymore? Because they see me putting like 250 pounds in to my SUV when really my SUV can carry about 800 pounds. Mm-hmm. So it's like they have, they're like, why aren't you taking two? And I've sometimes even stacked three. Why aren't you taking three out of here today? Because they don't want to rely, they don't even want it split up. They wouldn't. Want, they don't want two drivers coming for these. They'd rather have me come for both. Right, because that means they get it out. They get it out, and yeah. they don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I mean. And then here, again, so here's the details yeah. on them too. So just so you guys know, because I want you guys to see this. Look at this. So if you if you are close, again, people point out, you know, like look, this one's 59 minutes away from where I am. However, it's only going two miles. <laughs> So you're taking, you know, what is it? 130 and 40. So you're taking about 180 pounds with the offset ones, about 180 pounds of paint. That's about three uh, five-gallon buckets. Right. 31.94 for two miles. So that's out of the two that we just saw leaving the same place. Here's the other one. So if you notice that number one is in the same place, this one's going three miles and it's actually not even going a different direction. Even it's going the same way as the other one. And it's so one's two miles, one's three. They're both great. If you're near that one, even as a solo independent offer, however, to be able to take both these is like, that's how I used to rage curry. So I'm very Mm -hmm. much pushing for this to come back because 
if you guys are seeing, now I'm going to show you a different one. These all came through today, by the way. Not the LA I, ones, but these. I think that they want to make sure that all these, you know, to meet the demand, they want to make sure that these orders are delivered within a certain time frame. That's the unfortunate thing. But the all the more reason, and even the managers at Sherman William have said to me that all the more reason why you, Steve, should be pick, picking up three. You're here. Mm -hmm. You know, like we don't want to, we don't want three drivers that we're count waiting on because one of them, you know, odds are one of them will screw something up. They get stuck in traffic. They cancel. They don't show something. So why mm -hmm. wouldn't they just rather, you know, I even proposed to the Curry team because he keeps going back with it. I said, listen, why can't you do like a, you need to have 25 deliveries under your belt and you need to have a 4.5 driver rating and then you can stack. Something like that, that allows the better drivers to do it. Mm hmm you know, um, but here's one that came through and like, this is the completely the opposite, you guys. So for those of you that don't know, Aurora is kind of near where I live. It's like, uh, you know, Eastern Denver. Um, I'm right on the border of Aurora. Um, and uh, so Aurora to Breckenridge, 98 miles into the mountains, 108 bucks. I don't mm. love that. I don't love this. And usually I can't get something back from Breckenridge. Right. Now, if it was snowboard season, I would do it because I could go get a few runs in because I have a pass. Mm -hmm. So, like, I could throw my snowboard in too. Take that. Uh, yeah, you know, okay. <laughs> pay, 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 for your, pay for your snowboarding, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, my, you know, my gas, I'd make 80 bucks. I'd take a few runs, come back, work the afternoon again down here. Mm -hmm. But then mm -hmm. here was one. Now, this isn't one that qualified for me, but it qualified for vans. Um, so it would have qualified for you geezer. So I'm really curious to see what you say about this one. The now, before I show it, it does, it's leaving Denver and where it's going to there, there is no traffic. You're not dealing with any crap. It's open mile. It's open highway. That is very easy to travel. However, it's a long one. Would you do this? One item, 800 pounds. I might do it. I might. Yeah, I might do it. See, I would. I would. I don't. Again, I don't have a van like you, but I would. Like that's. I was pissed. I was like, if I had a van, I would take this. I mean, considering like sometimes I may have to drive up to Charlotte to get one, mm -hmm. and then kind of kind of work from there. I mean, I'm. I I, I might do that one. Really, I might. I mean, knowing again, that I got, you, knowing you that I got seven fifty something coming back too. You know, you could yeah. always. You're always. You, you know, it's not like you're just going and saying. There won't be anything coming back. You're hoping on something, even if it's a partial mm -hmm. something. Right. Something. Yeah, that's what you're yeah, you're hoping for something. I mean, hey, if you can just get well, I'd be thinking like this then. Um, if I can make like another three hundred dollars on the way back, then I'm okay. Yeah. I, I've broke I've broken even based on the mile on a mile argument and all. But if but I just want to get what if you can't? What if you're not a hundred percent sure and this is all you can count on? Then again, I, I'd probably I'd be in, it, it, <laughs> it's not one I would just readily turn down. Yeah. Okay. I'd probably think about it the entire time that I have to make that decision, whether if I want to drive those type of miles or not. Right. You know, I'm looking at I mean, you're talking open road. Okay. Assuming that you're driving 70 miles an hour. You are driving eight hours in one direction. Mm -hmm. So basically, you're talking all day. That's the other thing that I'd be thinking about. 
um, eight hours. So you're you're talking all day. Yeah. But every time you leave, you're talking yep. all day. If you drive back, if you do that, then you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? Yeah. And then the other thing, I mean, one of the things I can tell you guys is that it's not shown on this map, but right above Denver is Cheyenne and Laramie, Wyoming. They're about two to three mm -hmm. hours away. A lot of times mm -hmm. there's Cheyenne and Laramie coming to Denver runs. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you would be like, after you drop this off, you'd just be even watching for one of those as you got into Wyoming. You know? then, it, then, you can, then you can really attempt to justify taking that particular trip, even though you know that you're talking all day. Right. I mean, in a perfect world, and this is what the DoorDashers and everybody does, right, is the dollar per mile. In a perfect ah. world, we want a dollar per mile each way, but that usually doesn't happen with these. They get right. close sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But in all honesty, not, not doing the dollar a mile, but what would mm -hmm. be the number for you anyway where you would just look at this and go, yep, I'll take it, without even blinking and not at the dollar a mile each way. But I mean, just on that dollar amount for, what, for the type of work, $750 for that type of work, which mm -hmm. obviously is fitting in a van, that that's easy. You can say that's easy money. Mm -hmm. You can say that's easy money. But you pointed you, out it's eight hours each way. Right. You but you're asking <laughs> based on forget, you know, you're just saying looking yep. at looking at dollar amount, looking at what you're taking, that would be easy money. Yeah. Okay. But the dollar a mile thing, you know, I posted something yesterday, two catering orders. One of them was like $700 plus. It was going two point miles, but it was paying $35. Okay. So that means $14 a mile. The other order was $210, paying $41 and change, going five point miles. There, was some, there were a couple folk who took the first one. They would mm -hmm. take that one over the second one. But I'm like, you to me, I'm <laughs> like, that's a bad move. I'm taking the second one. Yeah. That's more, you know, that's a win. That's a win. You're not dealing with as you're not dealing with as much items. You're you're gonna be in and out and you're making more money. How can you justify then that you taking one in this case was actually going across a freeway to a hospital? Mm -hmm. is worth your while on a catering order that was 740 700 plus dollars you $20 base $15 tip the other one was uh $15 base $25 tip $25 plus tip I think that's what it was the yeah. second one's a better the second one to me is the better one than the first one. Oh yeah so so dollar mile is a factor but it's not the end all like here you know minimum one dollar a mile period and then and I get this. I, I do get it. Trust me. Um, and then he's, you know, uh, for that delivery to make sense, you'd need it at least one case. I don't. I see Josh said, um, where did he say? 800? Yeah. So Josh has been doing curry for a while now, too. And he's saying it would need to be close to 800. What I do for these, you guys, just so you know, I'll bring it back up. Um, what I do for these, let me take Josh's comment off, is I say, now, my new thing, and it doesn't, again, I, I can always change it, but I do, a dollar, I, I do a dollar a mile going with the product, and I try and like at least get it to the point where it's 50 cents a mile coming home. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty close, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I mean, another 100 bucks, and it is a dollar a mile going and 50 cents a mile coming back. 
Right. Well, someone said now you're putting 200 miles in your car. Again, well, yeah, it, depends so, on, yeah. it, it, it depends on it. It depends on you know some. You can drive 1,200 miles in a city and tear up your vehicle. Twelve hundred miles on a road is easy on your vehicle because mm-hmm. you're, you're it's moving at a constant RPM. You're not unless you're driving ninety five hundred miles an hour. If you're driving seventy seventy five, depending on what in most engines, if it's a six cylinder, you're going at about twenty two hundred fifty RPM. If you got an eight cylinder six trans six speed transmission, you're probably going about seventeen hundred RPM. You're barely breaking a good idle. Yeah, that's not that's not a lot of stress on your engine. You're going to be much easier on your vehicle on the road with those miles than you are in the city. Yeah. These are things that, but these are things that everyone's not going to think about. And you may not have a lot of time to think about those things as well. But these are the things that I think about. Now, yeah. for, now, how does that translate for me? I can show you what is translated for me now. But, you know, I'll, I'll yield to you, Steve, in terms of if, if you want me to share that or not. Okay. Oh, yeah, you can. <laughs> you can, please. All right. As of today, without even and I and I've I've documented a lot of my stuff on this channel. As of today, I'm over seventy five thousand gross for the year. Right. I must be doing. I must be making some a few right decisions with. And what even I'm if you're driving that van into the ground, it doesn't matter because it it's making matter, more guys. it's making more money the whole, <laughs> what you're hoping is that you get in addition to the miles that you're putting on it you're getting longevity but the longevity is going to be a function sometimes of luck but it's also going to be a function of how you drive the vehicle and how you maintain the vehicle yeah i was going to mention that too i mean like a, one of the things is you don't want to break down in utah no <laughs> in like rural utah where there's nothing except for one gas station that's going to give you one price to fix it Mm-hmm. You know, it's... so. But also, if I was going to throw out numbers, the the last three months I've made, I've earned. In June it was eighty nine hundred. In July it was ten thousand five hundred. Last month twelve thousand six hundred. I'm already over five thousand for the month. Right. I'm already. I'm trending ten thousand again. So. You know, I'm not so... going to be saying. I, I'm not saying things just to be saying. No, no, but like, let's, I guess let's, if you don't mind sharing, like what, what did you pay for the van? Uh, it was after me putting, well, it was 35, it was 35,000. So to me, it's like, if I'm, if I'm him with the $35,000 van, I'm going to use that van every day for work, 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 put every mile on it. I can, Yes. I'm going to town with it. Yes, and that's exactly what I did. And some folk were, you know, in the beginning, were were chucking stones, arrows, spears, and everything else at me. Like you're wasting your fucking time <laughs> with that van. You made a bad decision. I'd be driving my car. Well, I got the van, and the, the next day I had catering opportunities up in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So I put it in service the next day. Okay, and um, not to mention, not to mention. Um, you know, with the insurance that I got on, I got commercial insurance. I feel more comfortable driving the van than I would a regular vehicle because I ain't got to worry about nothing now. Yeah. 100%. So, I, I mean, like, I mean, to me, when you, when I see that you're doing, and I know you do, when I see you're doing Instacart and other things, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, that is straight up because he can't, he's, he doesn't have that, at that time, a long road opportunity. Cause I think like me, you and I are looking for those. We oh yeah, big, yeah we want big payouts 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I, mean I'm, I am, you know, one of the things that I mentioned is that um, my, part of my strategy was to be, get into the regional opportunities, brokering, you know, the brokered opportunities, the regional ones where I'm back home every day. Mm -hmm. And so um, a good example is Monday. And this happened to be the best scenario that I caught. I happened to catch one here in the Columbia area going across state that paid $450. Going across state was 115 miles. Yeah. Okay. I made over 600. I earned over 600 on Monday. So even if I count the miles going there and back, I'm still, I'm still winning. All right. Yeah. You were at $2 a mile, even for the round trip. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. so... I mean, that's right. a brainless one. But yeah, I, think, so, I think with a lot of people, part of it is just they don't want to go too far away. Yeah. I but, you know, I, and I guess I, I mean, I, I kind of understand that. But if you're like, we're, I don't know, I'm out to hustle. Think, you're out to hustle. Like, I want money, man. I'm here for money. I'm not here to yeah. play. Well, the thing is, I think that I, you know, there are people, as we know, a lot of the people who are in gig economy now. Many of the people entered into the gig economy in 2020 when all you had to do was sit on your your um, your living room couch and just wait for that thirty, forty dollar order that's going around the corner to come your way. Mm -hmm. They don't they don't exist now. They right. may. Oh, let me let me put <laughs> let me correct myself. They are not as plentiful as they once were. Those are rarities now. Mm -hmm. And so you've got to you've got to. You've got to make things work. You gotta, you gotta put some thought into what you're doing now. This is is back to where it was 2018, 2019, and before. And yep. so, um, you know, uh, if you're if you, I, well, again, what I'm doing, maybe not everybody else is doing, but I, um, but if you want, if you want to, if you want to make the money you hear people are making you're going to have to make decisions similar to that i'm not saying that you drive three thousand miles for two thousand dollars i'm not saying that i ain't going to do that mm -hmm. okay but you certainly you certainly are going to there's two things you're going to think about size equal money miles equal money somehow you got to make you got to make a, a marriage of both of them yeah yeah and i mean like i mean my point is too like to the people who don't like the long ones I still know that they do the $15 door dashes that go 25, 22 miles. Mm -hmm. And that still falls under the dollar each rate. But I'm like, why are you driving that, those miles around a city? Like, get out on the road, man. Uh, and I know yeah. that, you know, like not everybody has that opportunity either. I mean, there's a lot of apps out there now, but there's a lot of people working them too. Um, so it's still, it's still a hustle. It's not like by doing this, there's endless opportunity. But there, I see a lot more opportunity on Curry than I do on any other app. I mean, not not mm. more offers. If I turn on DoorDash, I'll see more offers, but they suck. So, you know, to me, it's it's a it's a no brainer. Um, I'm I'm always into these. I'm and I'm you know I've I've got I've got a ton of these running. Um, some of them have gone not as great. Some of them are still pretty good you know like uh roadie has gone to complete pharmacies <sighs> and i don't even know what to say about it anymore because roadie is uh roadie's on my shit list now so and yeah Rody's, it's been on mine for a while yeah i mean and i'm on their i'm on their, the feeling is mutual i'm on their shit list and they're <laughs> on my shit list but um how you do know, you know you're on theirs 
Oh, I, I'm I'm on there. I promise you, man. I've been on their shit list for a couple months now. Uh, but you know, there are some opportunities on roadie, at least down down south, that you can make money. But uh, earlier in the year, roadie is my number one earner. Um, and so what I did as a strategy was the money that I made on roadie that paid for my gas that day. Yeah. So you know that's another thing that y'all can do. If there's certain apps that you that you that's in your um, in among your options, you may want to use certain apps as your op, as to pay for your gas. Like what I do with DoorDash now because I had the, the um, Dasher Direct card. Um, if I whatever I earn on DoorDash the next day, that's going to go in the gas tank, and I don't even think about that. Yeah, just another just another um, tidbit there. Yeah, and I see that. Um... You know, the comment was made that if you're if you're making more than enough money driving that van into the ground makes sense. It doesn't need to be a van. I have an SUV. Like, I guess my thing is, if it's if you have one car for your family and it's your family car and you got a couple babies, I understand why maybe you're not wanting to run it into the ground. But I also would question why aren't you just buying a piece of trash to do DoorDash on the side? Yeah, uh, I mean, if that's I've... all you're going to do, but. Yeah, but is it worth that type of investment? I mean, you have to say, are you in it for are you in it for the short while or are you in it for the long long term? Well, and that's you why know? I take my SUV into the mountains, snowboarding, backcountry. So taking it to work is the same thing. I mean, that's even better because I'm making money. So I I'm running my car into the ground regardless because of my lifestyle, yeah. even. Mm -hmm. But well, you know, as I've shared often, well, I've shared multiple occasions. I started out with a 2009 Taurus, 176,000 miles. The next vehicle was a 2011 Maxima. And so, you know, I put I put miles on my vehicles. Of course, there was another vehicle in the household, but actually the other vehicle at that by that point was used by my daughter who was going to school across right, the state. The so it was just <laughs> right. Now and so can. actually it was actually me and my ex at that time that we kind of work things out where I would go out and do, you know, the gig hustle type stuff, pick her up, blah, blah, blah. And at some point, eventually we did have to get a third vehicle. So, yeah. 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 I understand where people are concerned about putting those miles on a vehicle, but when they start talking about depreciation and all that, man, you're, that that's, that's a wasted conversation. Very few vehicles that you are going to trade in are going to have positive equity. I promise you, I worked at a car lot. I, I yeah. worked as a car salesperson. I can tell you, uh, positive, unless the vehicle was paid for, if you are financing that vehicle, I recall maybe less than 10 vehicles had positive equity when they traded it in. And I happen to have one that was positive equity, but if I kept it the other two weeks, I would have been negative equity on the vehicle. So if you're going to use your vehicle in gig work, Uber said this years ago. You're going to make, you know, make money with your vehicle. You're going to make more money with your vehicle than you will ever get trying to sell it or trade it in. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's the other thing. Like, that's, I guess that's where I wonder where a lot of the mentality is, is like, are a lot of people in that position of, well, I need to be able to keep, I'm keeping the value on my car high doing gig work so that I can trade it in. Because I think you're that's not. a real bad strategy. No, you're not keeping the value. I mean, you, what you all, what you, I mean, what, trying to like keep it as nice as I can. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I got to keep value in this because it's my car. You, you need to look at it as it's your business now. Yeah. Um, 
what you have to understand when you when you when they flip you the keys you sign your papers once you get out the box that's the term for the finance office if you finance your vehicle your that va- the the value of that vehicle is already gone down yeah it's already it's already it's already lost it's already lost a certain amount of percentage of value so um the best thing you can do is yeah like someone's like traveler says maintain it and run the piss out of it <laughs> I mean, that's, that is my strategy too, guys. And I know it's geezers. I don't know. I mean, everybody in the chat, what I'm curious what you guys do. Like if, if, if you're not doing these last mile apps, how do you, what is the relationship with your car, with your vehicle? Like, are you, no, I'm just curious. Like, is it something that you're, you're concerned about? You know, you don't want to, you don't want to get on Curry because it's so many miles. You don't want to do this because it's so many miles or I just like DoorDash. It keeps me around my neighborhood. Um, I'm just curious what the reasoning is because I think there's so many other options right now that um, well, I don't know. I mean, unless I know like Josh, for example, lives in a great DoorDash market. Steve, you know? I remember what you said early this year. There are more last mile apps than our gig food delivery apps. Way more. Way more. And that should tell you something. I mean, there's about 25 apps out there and then there's about 50 that i know of websites you guys i mean the websites have not been very good to me yet i have not learned which ones are great um mm-hmm. but also i used to do that the the radio show with tom and uh from houston and um we were talking about trucker boards and stuff and the, the prices have gone so much down on the trucker boards even that a lot of those have taken a hit and people are picking up amounts they shouldn't be off these boards Oh, it's, 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 it's. So they're kind of wrecking that, that piece a little bit too. Yeah. Um, I mean, what, what people are taking um, loads for, cause I deal with that on an everyday basis. It's, yeah, it's, it's rather, it's rather shameful, but um, you know, everybody's situation is different. I mean, someone tried to yeah. try it and lecture to me that you don't know, you, you got to understand that people are doing what they can and they got da, 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 da. Yeah. But I'm also thinking as a business person too. Because ultimately, at some point, somebody's going to complain that they're not making any money. And then if you're not making any money, all you have to do is look in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's up, UDM? How are you? Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I got, I got to say that, like, I know that also we don't know that maybe somebody isn't like what we were just showing you isn't going to Utah and now is on one of those boards sees a horrible paying job back to Denver, but is like, Hey man, it's better than zero. Yeah. I get that. I don't like the, I don't like the idea, but it happens. I'm sure. Yeah. You get, you hear that something is better than nothing, but at some point somebody's going to complain about it or, but, Mm -hmm. but you know, folk find ways to justify a lot of things. I mean, we're all guilty of that. Um, you know, uh, but I try to be brutally honest with myself and maybe that's where I'm, I'm guilty of being brutally honest with myself. Yet I'm going to say this again. If you look at my numbers, I might be doing something, (laughs) something right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're, I mean, I don't know, is anybody out there and I I know it's a different situation, but is anybody out there making what geezer does? I'm just if curious. You are, I'm, if you are, I'm glad for you. I, I would like. Yeah, I'm trying, I, I to, get, I'm trying just, to get to where you are. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just curious if anybody's even making near that. No matter what apps you're working, you know. And then the other question becomes, you know, how many hours are you putting in compared to? I know you guys. Again, 
I've talked to so many who are like, I just don't like the idea of the long mile trips. I would say if you, let's say you're making on food delivery and I doubt it, but exactly what he is a month, how many hours are you putting in? And I would still question that he's putting in less hours that you're putting in less hours than the person delivering who makes that. Um, uh, Josh, can you clarify that? Am I the reason why the apps are cutting pay? No, it's not me. The reason why apps are cutting pay. Two oh, reasons. I think he's cause he said here, I hate it when people think like that, like the return fair. And then I think he's saying those are the reason that these apps okay. cut pay is because people take those returns yeah, that okay. aren't worth it. Okay. Yeah, I can agree with that. I mean, yeah, I did. I put something out there a while back about your thirst is what makes it bad for the rest of us. Um, these algorithms see what the, these algorithms take all that into consideration. Um, if they see people taking stuff for these um, obscenely low numbers, then then at some point the algorithm is going to keep put, start putting that stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. In fact, in fact, just another example I, I've shared, like with the brokered opportunities, um, I've I've spoken of how the market was at least initially with with um, one run that I spoke I recall was two hundred dollars for a hundred and thirty dollar run. When I got when I got my hands on it, I got it for two twenty five, and but then I pushed to get it two fifty. But mm -hmm. somehow that somehow the powers that be pushed that back down to like 200, 225. Um, there was one that I missed out on today. I did it a couple of times and I did it at at least 325, but the market was 300. So I'm always trying to push that envelope. Yeah. I win sometimes and I may lose sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you got to just go with your gut though, too. Like, man, this has been out three times. Somebody's going to grab this. I'm feeling it. And when, when, I mean, I've, I say that all the time, your gut usually isn't wrong. <laughs> uh, the Doyle Brunson, the, the, the Texas Dolly Doyle Brunson, the champion of poker player mm -hmm. said that your instincts are correct. 75, 80% of the time. Yeah. So, so I mean, you're going to three or four times, three, what? Three out of four times, four out of five times. You're going to be right. I'll take mm -hmm. those odds too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and Josh says here that I see the same offers. Yeah, but you know, I get I'm 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 the one snatching them up too. I mean, I think the more you grab on these platforms, the better you do. But also, I, I got to go back to gas prices because when gas prices even raise a little bit, the Curry platform blows up. Curry at least blows up. I see tons more orders because the bigger trucks aren't going to come out. Mm -hmm. You know, so if they can fit it in my SUV, but normally they were trying to dispense that to a cargo van or something. I'm going to get more offers. Mm -hmm. So every time the gas jumps around, you know, if gas goes way down, it's not like curry crashes for me, but there are less offers. Again, I'm in an SUV. Mm -hmm. I'm not in a van. I think that's so. the other thing too, is that we were spoiled by a driver's market for a number of years as oh, the yeah. gig apps, as the mm -hmm. gig apps evolved, we were in a driver's market. It's not a driver's market. Now I think when it gets under, at least in my market, if gas gets on, gets around $2 and 50 cent a gallon, it becomes a driver's market again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, yeah, clearly we're not where we were a few years ago. I, luckily for me, I, you never did ride share, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, you did do ride share. 
Yeah, so that's where luckily, it started, right here. Yeah, me too. And luckily for me, when the pandemic hit, I was already used to watching rideshare decline in pay. And so when I watched in one day, these food delivery apps that had no business at all, at all, mm-hmm. go to complete over, like just they, even the oversaturation wasn't covering it. They needed more people. And rideshare went from the minimal that it was at to nothing in one day. I was already kind of used to that spin on it. And so mm-hmm. it made it a little easier, but I always knew like, dude, you guys aren't, you know, I know we're in a global pandemic, but don't expect this forever. You're not going right. to be in pay forever. You're not going to be making a hundred bucks an hour. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, there was a lady that I used to run into doing Instacart. She was doing two G's a week on Instacart in this market. I haven't seen her since, but you know, but a lot of folk were, you know, I guess they, you know, we all were spoiled to some extent between 2020 and uh, parts of uh, what was latest 2021, maybe early 2022. We're all spoiled by that. But, you know, you had to hopefully, if this is what you choose to do, hopefully you try to look beyond that. And um, that's what I try to do because I realized that at some point, can I sustain this? Is this sustainable? What can I do next to keep this money coming in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, and part what... of that should be that, you know, I'm not saying try and, you know, like I have a very good relationship with the Curry app, with the team. I'm not going to try and poach a customer or anything, but at the same time, be making introductions. Cause like I deal with the same guy at the Parker Sherman Williams all the time, the manager. He knows mm-hmm. me. He calls me Curry. He doesn't know my name. He calls me Curry. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause I'll pull up in the Sherman Williams vans are there. I'm the guy mm-hmm. that's, hot shotting some other things but he mm-hmm. knows me right so if like they were ever to you know they're not but if they were ever to give curry the boot out the door i can go approach him because i right. see other people come in that aren't even on apps they just happen to be doing some freelance work oh they allow they uh, that store yeah okay i mean if you if you're i mean you need to have proper coverage and stuff if you're if you're not under an app which is mm-hmm. kind of a joke too, because a lot of these apps don't know that we're properly insured or whatever. But well, I mean, uh, yeah, they all they care about is if you have uh, the state minimum with a lot of the apps. But then again, on Curry, like since I'm on the uh, uh, carrier side, you have to have a certain amount of you know, commercial insurance. If yeah, I'm certainly correct. You have to have commercial insurance, and then if you have like a larger vehicle, you have to have a minimum amount based on the weight, the size and weight of the vehicle, you have to have a minimum amount. Um, yeah, you but, don't at the SUV down level, but yes, when you no, start you getting mean, up to box truck and flatbed right. and mm-hmm. sprinter vans right. and stuff. But um, this is what I'd shared before about that. If you're going to use a personal vehicle like the SUVs or the mom vans or the, F, or the pickup trucks, um, if your insurance company allows for you to have a, a rideshare endorsement, which is nothing more than in everyday terms, an addendum to your policy that that covers it, get it so that you don't have to worry about more than likely scenario where you may be held liable. Yes, it's extra money, but it's that ease of that's that it's that peace of mind knowing that you are likely to have your coverage if you are held liable in a certain situation because the insurance companies will cut, they will cut you like a bad habit. If, if in their, if the way they're set up, if you're using 
a personal auto policy, a vehicle that's insured under a personal auto policy for commercial purposes that goes against the uh, the policy stipulations, and you will lose your coverage. So I'm curious, what what are you having to carry for coverage? Well, or what do you I, carry? Like, I, I mean, in terms of yeah. how much it costs. Well, um, I I have million dollar combined single limit coverage. Is that the minimal for yeah. the state for commercial? Oh, no, no, no. This is based on um, I had in mind the brokered opportunities where you book okay. loans for yourself and all. And so I got the million dollar general liability combined single limit liability coverage, 100,000 cargo, and then um, 1 million, 2 million commercial general, general liability. Now, where I, I've taken a lot of arrows and rocks and spears thrown at me is because I share, I have shared that my monthly coverage is $1,520 a month, and that's for two drivers. Some people feel that I'm being ripped off and I am, I, you know, I, I got some bad coverage. And I've explained being an insurance agent, a licensed insurance agent, your coverage is based on a multitude of factors, including where you live. So what may be outrageous to you is a good number to another person in another in another state or in another county. Right. I guess. OK, so if let's say that you had the van, your cargo van and you weren't doing any work with it at all. It was just your mm -hmm. van. You needed insurance. Now yep. you went to what, how you do use it. What does that price difference look like? It's going to be significant because you previously had it as a personal policy. Now it's commercial and commercial is auto, is automatically going to be more than the personal policy. I mean, two times, three times. It, it depends. I, I've never, I can't, I've I know never there's factors, driving to, record, all these things. Right. There's, um, it's, it's significantly more. Yeah. Okay. It's significantly more. Yeah. But again, you're making significantly more on these runs. Most people can't <laughs> take a, well, I mean like the one I showed, most people mm -hmm. can't, don't have that option to take a $780 trip to Utah. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, let's face it. I don't even see a lot of those. I had, you know, the best one I've ever had or the longest too was to Vegas. You know, I yeah, took that, that 1500 one, man. Yeah. yeah and it and all, it, all it was, was a box of doorknobs. It was antique hey. doorknobs that I took to some, you know, $13 million home. I don't know. Hey man, <laughs> I, I just hope you didn't lose it all at the, at the um, casinos. <laughs> No, you never, you never, you never said if you lost it at the casinos. No, I, you know, I, I've been doing the laser shows and stuff. We do, we do so many in mm -hmm. Vegas that I stopped gambling a while back. Okay. Like I've had a lot of fun with it. I've, I've actually made money many times, but I've also lost mm -hmm. money and I just kind of stopped. I'm just kind of, okay. there is no like entry level gambling for me. If I like jump in, it's all in and it's can be bad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't okay. have, so I don't have a gambling problem. I don't call the line, but like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. But you're, you're, you're you have that, you have that proclivity to lose. And so yeah. therefore, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would assume that goes with most gig workers. We all are willing to gamble a little bit too much. So, 
Uh, no, I mean, uh, I mean, I actually though until I will say it like this: since I've shared, I I bowl at the regional pro level. The one thing that I've actually sacrificed as I've made more money is my bowling. I have not picked up a ball in almost two years now. I would love to get back to a schedule where I can practice and bowl tournaments, but the time of day where I would be would practice is when I would is when I'm when I could be making money. Yep. So. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so I've maybe I'll get back to it. Hopefully soon. That's all I can say. <laughs> I mean, you could always you could always like just chop out some time for just you, not a league, and just kind of. Well, that's the way. <laughs> that's the way it was. See, I didn't bowl league. That's the other thing. Oh, I yeah. did not bowl league. Okay. Um, I just. Um, I mean, my thing has always been. Um, I practice, 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 and then I'll find some pot games to bowl to get ready for a tournament, and then I'll then I'm putting my money up to bowl. That's how, yep. I'll, that's how I've done it. But um, uh, I mean, but for that type of commitment at the, at my skill level, you have to put in so many days a week. Right. And usually for me, two, three days a week. And I can't give up two, three days a week. Yeah. No, no not for the money I'm making. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, but again, you're making good money though. Mm -hmm. I think you're just working a lot though, too. You know, mm -hmm. but we all are. I mean, this is mm -hmm. what it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean, I don't know what what is. I mean, what what are your words of wisdom at this point for people like just getting so pissed at the normal apps when I'm sitting here trying to tell people, hey, get on these last miles, check them out, see what's available in your area, try something new, get away from rideshare, get away from delivery of food. Ooh, that's you know, I. I mean, because you know, like if you if you missed the roundtable last last week, he you were on it with me with us, and uh, and mm -hmm. you know there, um, I I don't know. There's a lot of uh, there's there's a lot of trash out there. There's a lot of people complaining about the gig economy, and I still think there's a lot of areas that these people haven't explored. Yeah. I think the complaints, though, is see, here's I hope somebody does not mistake me for a fucking shill because I have never, <laughs> never, ever spoken as a fucking shill. OK, no, I've um, never heard you do it anyway. Right. I have been of the mentality that. I it's on me to make it work. Mm -hmm. If I see somebody doing what this guy Gig Geezer is doing. How can I improve myself to where I'm getting to his level? What can I do different? How can I improve myself? That's my thinking. Maybe that's just being competitive or maybe that's just being driven. But if you're going to, you know what? I, I was always raised this way. If you're going to do something, be good at it or don't do it at all. If you're going to be a motherfucker, be the best motherfucker you can be or don't do it at all. Don't even try it. <laughs> I agree. I mean, and okay. again, one of the things we talked about on the podcast was like, guys, be aware of those uh, those videos that say start a van business for 500 bucks. Like I said on the podcast, bullshit. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll say it now too. They're full of shit. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's that's not even a thing. That's not even possible. 
And if they're talking about mentoring courses, and I'll and I'm calling these fuckers out too with these <laughs> mentoring courses, and you can do this, and you can do this, fuck them, okay, fuck them. Don't waste your money because there's a lot of stuff out. There's a lot of material out here that you can get for free on YouTube. YouTube is one of the best teachers out there. Okay, yeah. um, you know, I admittedly, and I've shared it in the video. I've had people, in fact, as latest to today, send me email asking me if I could if they could pay me. For mentoring stuff, and I I have been on record as saying that I number one don't feel qualified because I've done this now as a as a owner of a spinner size cargo van now going on nine months. In fact, nine months this weekend, I don't feel qualified to do that. But at the same time, um, I don't believe it, that that's being exploitative. Yeah, that's being exploitative because I know that people are trying they. You know, people really want to try to get a leg up on doing things sure. and some people willing to throw money at you. But I'm just not a, at a point where I'm willing to accept that money. Now, you say everybody's got a price. That may be true, but it hasn't moved me yet. The meter is still flat, flat zero with me on that on that um, particular item. Um, I just I will say this. Do your homework. Whatever you do, do your homework. Take and, and, and that is not looking on YouTube at $300, start your van business. That's not homework. That's no. you should avo just avoid that stuff. In yeah. fact, I'm, I'm, you know, go check out geezer's channel. If you're really thinking about a cargo van, cause he keeps it real. He's, he's honest. You know, I've seen him say bad days, good days. He's keeping it honest. He's not cause you even talked about like, are we glorifying things? And you've yeah. had me thinking about that ever since, man, I can't get it out of my head. Yeah, I, mean, I, I want to make was, sure I'm not, you know, I want to make sure I'm making sure to tell people, listen, you can do things, but it takes work. Yeah. Uh, you know, I realize my numbers may be more than most people's numbers. OK. At the same time, I had a day today. I made 200. You know, there was a time two hundred ninety dollars is what, what I earned today. Two hundred ninety dollars was a good day. But yeah. because of where I'm what I what I've the, the proficiency of where I'm at. That's a subpar day, okay? A good yeah, I mean, day because you, you, you haven't even said how many hours, how many miles you put in to do that. Shit, I put in like three hundred miles today. It was a loss. Right, there's see, there's my point. So to you, that's not a great day. That was a fucking loss. Yeah, uh, L, an L today. But I knew that I had a sense, and I'll, and I'll share this. I'm, I kind of go by feel with things. When I'm out here, you, you, if you do things enough, you can kind of you have a feeling of whether. There's money out there where you're really going to have to or you're going to struggle. You're going to have to really grind at it. Today was one of those days. And so. I thought that if I could get the 300, it would that would be a win for me. I didn't get the 300. So it's a loss. Tomorrow could be a different day. Yeah. What you hope is that you don't start putting three, four, five of those days in a row. <laughs> at least that's what you you. That's that's my thinking, though. But um so we just we the other thing is that I always say have a short memory of those great days as you have of those bad days. Mm -hmm. Have a short memory. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't like hide under your covers the next day after something. Just get back out there and that yeah, the same day way. might flip for you. Yeah. And if you had a great day, just go back out there. I mean, last week I did what my last video. Which you're probably gonna try to you may you talked about in the onset though. <laughs> but um anyway, I'll 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 leave that to you, Steve. But 
Last week, Tuesday, $1,392. The next two days combined were 488, 412. Those are okay days. And by going into Friday, I was at $2,400 for the week. Yep. But my thinking was get out there and try to make as much money as you can the next day and the day after that. Yep. And I'd forgotten about the 1300 Yeah, because you don't want that in your head because then you might say, you know what, today sucks. I'm going to call it early. Yeah. And you might go yeah. bowling. <laughs> you know, but I'm saying like you might say, I did pretty good. I did so good yesterday. I'm going to take today off. That's not how you should play. No. You need to get I back mean, out there that next day and pretend like yesterday didn't happen and do it again. Right. And I've always, and this is something I've said time and time again, too. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, if you want business like results, you got to treat it like a business. Yeah. And if a, a, if a store, if a store, if a store did a record day the day before, guess what? Their doors are open the next day mm-hmm. and whatever time that they open and they're trying to do whatever they can as best as they can that next day. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, usually when you're, you know, when it's like, again, we could mention Vegas when you're gambling, you know, mm-hmm. if you're on a heater, you don't jump off the table. <laughs> Never walk away from a heater, you know, it's, um, mm-hmm. But, you know, again, I don't, I don't know. I think that a lot of people, it doesn't have to be last mile, but there are so many other things to explore. Mm-hmm. I mean, there really are. There's apps coming out about everything now. I mean, there's nursing and doctor apps and this and that. There's everything, guys. Like, right. try it out. Don't, I mean. You know, it's funny. Know. Um, what's funny is that there are some folk who know me have gotten to know me and they're like man why aren't you writing books again you need to start writing books again well i haven't had the time or the creative energy to do it but i'm not saying i when i wrote books i didn't write books i i mean not everybody makes that big money as you think with writing books though but there's a certain levels of personal success that you can attain though but um yeah i mean who knows maybe i might go back to writing books man and actually make money next time the next time around who knows but But the book also I mean, you can also make it so the book promotes your whole brand, your YouTube, your, I mean, everything, you know, people could be contacting you about work through finding the book or whatever. So, I mean, like, I don't know. I look at everything as the brand. If you're, if you're writing a book now on something, that's your brand, you know, it's. uh, Well, you are your brand, you know, you are, you are your biggest, you are your best salesperson. And one thing that um, I've learned to do a long time ago is, you know, if you're really serious about doing this, make sure you have business cards. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to have a website, but, you know, have your presence like maybe even, I mean, like some folk, the YouTube channel, that's part of their, that's a part of their, um, their, their brand, so to speak. But yeah. Uh, or create a link tree that has a, um, that has a QR scan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, things like those that. Those things are big. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I mean, you, you gotta be selling yourself some. You know, even if you think you're just working the apps, you never know what you might stumble on. <laughs> so it's just the book of geezer. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, guys, like I'll, I'm going to put his link in the show notes. I think I can't tell if that's the link Josh put. Hopefully it was to, to his channel. No, if it's not. not. I put, oh. I, I put, I put it out there. Gig so with, you guys, gig if, you're, with the gig geezer. if you're yeah. not subscribed to his channel, you should be. I mean, him and I are trying to talk about different things with you guys that aren't just DoorDash and this and that and the other, 
you know, we all, we all do these other apps and, you know, I have all these apps in my arsenal, but they're not making up the big percentage of the money I make. Yeah. And in my case, I, it was, my goal was to actually be less dependent on the DoorDash, Grubhubs, Uber Eats and Instacarts, which is why ultimately in my strategy um, of getting the Sprinter band, I sensed t- going into the, towards the end of 2022 that um, there is going to be this great hypersaturation of the market, even more so than what we were talking last year. I mm-hmm. sense that there may be stagnation. In fact, when I looked the previous years, I noticed how there, my my year-end numbers really didn't take off. They were all kind of the same. And there's a potential that these numbers have stagnated. So what, what can I do next? And it just so happened that I met this young guy whom I shared, whom I, whom I described as being about 40% of my age. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and he, he impressed at least what he shared in that conversation got me to thinking. And that's how I ended up. And it, it just so happened things were such that I was in a position to um, go to Bank of America, apply for a business credit card. That same week, apply for a business loan for the uh, in my business name for the van, and we were we were moving. We were moving. It was just a matter of me then to find a van, and um, it just so happened the market was such that it was hard to find a van. But I did find one. About a week later, I had to drive four hours to uh, Cummings, Cumming, Georgia, which is like an hour outside of Atlanta, and we've been moving since. So you guys, we've hit the end of the hour. Um, I know Kim and Zach are live.